We are live. What a blessing it is to be live and to fellowship live. I love it. It's just uh, uh, awesome that we can do this. Okay, yep, I think I've, I've shouted out to everyone that I see so far. Um, but you can keep leaving comments throughout the message and uh, afterwards I get to go through the message and uh, pick out prayer requests as well that we stand on uh, throughout the day uh, and throughout the week. We just keep standing in that place of prayer. I didn't get a chance to get a message out to Clint and Sharon in Tobago, but keep Sharon in prayer every day, just interceding in prayer, coming against cancer in Yeshua's name, speaking deliverance and supernatural um, uh, health over Sharon's life at this time in Yeshua's name. And I just encourage you, as a community, let's stand in the gap uh, for our brothers and sisters, no matter what they're going through, that we can see the victory in Messiah. Amen. All right, let's just take a moment to pray. And uh, what a blessing it is to be in a place of prayer. Before I pray, I want to tell you something. I've been down here for, I don't know, the last couple of hours uh, and just pressing in in prayer, warring in the Spirit, proclaiming. I, I feel like I'm almost exhausted, like I just need to go to bed at 1.30 in the morning. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to miss this opportunity for us to just stand upon the promises of Yahovah. Tonight we're going to be talking about living out the kingdom. Hallelujah. You know that we are a kingdom ministry, a proclaiming ministry. We are called to bring the kingdom to this generation. Okay, Father, thank you for this day. Thank you, Father, for this week that we can walk into this week uh, and stand on the promises of Yehovah to see your kingdom come and your will done. We come against all of the assignments of the enemy and we say we rebuke you in Yeshua's name. We stand strong on the promises of Yehovah. It doesn't matter what we face. We are overcomers. We proclaim right from this position. We are overcomers. And we proclaim the victory in Messiah. It's not by might. It's not by power. But it's by my spirit, says Yehovah. Hallelujah. So we stand in the presence of a mighty God, knowing that if you be for us, who can be against us? And we ask you, Father, to equip us by the Spirit so that we can be effective in ministry. So let your kingdom come and your will be done within our lives that we can make a difference in your uh, name on this earth here in this generation in Yeshua's name hallelujah hallelujah thank you father like I said you know just the importance of getting to that place where we are warring in the spirit recognizing that there is a real enemy out there and he doesn't like you he doesn't want you to succeed he wants your mindset to be so far from the promises of Yehovah that even when you start to make strides towards Yehovah you're just going to be uh, you know defeated already because of what's going on in your mind and I just want to encourage us that we are called to do what live out the kingdom hallelujah we talk about the kingdom being within we have messiah dwelling within us yeshua hamashiach is dwelling within us and we've just got to understand how to release the authority of yahovah through our lives because you know uh, you know the spirit world requires a body even yahovah the father he requires a body to bring forth the word to this generation. Yeshua came in the flesh and dwelt amongst us and proclaimed 
the kingdom. He came as the light. Hallelujah. He came to proclaim the way, the truth, and the life so that we could see, that we could understand. So why is it? How can it be? If we are born again of the Spirit, how can it be that depression, anxiety, fear, uh, you know, failure, all these types of things want to attach to the believer? And this is what the enemy wants to do. He wants you to take on all of those garments. But hear the word of Yahovah. This is the day where we take on the garments of righteousness. We stand in the presence of a mighty God and we proclaim victory in Messiah. We are not going to settle for the garments of this world. We are not going to settle for the garments of fear. We come against uh, anxiety. We come against depression. We say, you have no place in my life in Yeshua's name. There comes a time where we have to draw a line. And, and, you know, you might have many lines that you have to draw within your life because you're recognizing areas where Hasatan is trying to dominate. He's trying to influence you. He's trying to take you away from where you are called to be. Well, tonight, what are we proclaiming? We are proclaiming that we are living out the kingdom of Yehovah. When his kingdom comes, what's taking place? There is a war taking place in the heavenlies, and it's overcoming the rules, the laws, and the regulations of this earth. We don't have to settle for the reports of this realm. But we believe the report of Yehovah. His report says we are healed. We are delivered. We are set free. We are walking in the victory. We are walking in righteousness. We're walking in the glory of Yehovah. That we are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. We don't have to settle for the plans that the enemy has for us. We don't have to settle with what our flesh thinks it can accomplish without God. No, Elohim opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So what does it take to see his kingdom come? Well, it takes us getting away from navel-gazing at our belly buttons and starting to focus outwardly on the kingdom and how are we pursuing in the kingdom. And I just want to fan into flame the gifts that the Father has given us, that we will uh, come on fire in the Spirit today and recognize, you know what, maybe I'm just settling for uh, too low a bar. Maybe my faith is just, you know, it's just being taken off track because of the noise within my head. And I want to encourage you, though, as we speak forth the promises of Yehovah, as we declare the victory of Messiah, we shout the victory. It doesn't matter if we've seen the victory yet, because we know who our God is. You know, he has conquered over death, hasn't he? You know, death has no sting. Hallelujah. So we stand on the promises of Yehovah, and we want to proclaim that hope will arise. We speak to hope and say you will rise up because we are focused on the promises of Yehovah. We thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you that your word is alive within our lives. And, you know, today as I've just been pressing in in prayer, I'm, I'm just saying to the Father, how long do I have to keep standing, pressing in in prayer, just so that we uh, can can stand in this land and proclaim your promises? Father, we proclaim the increase. We proclaim the overtaking of the blessings of the glory of Yehovah to establish 
your word in the land of Israel. And all the areas where the enemy has uh, uh, diluted, where he has stolen, where he's brought other religions, that all of these things will be taken out of the land just as we ask for them to be taken out of our lives, that we will live out the kingdom to this generation. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, man, I tell you, I'm excited about this stuff because, you know, yeah, you know, it's not that I'm, I'm, I'm fed up. I see the victory already. I see what the Father is going to do. And I see, you know, that the energy that we have to spend is to bring the kingdom. And many people think of all the other things that they need to be doing with their energy. And I'm pursuing what's the strategy of the Spirit? How? What's the unlocking of the Spirit? What's it going to take to see his kingdom come and his will done? Hallelujah. So we're going to read a few scriptures um, uh, from the book of Isaiah but I want to start in the book of Luke chapter 17 um, I'm just going to read a, a you know a portion of this scripture you know like 17 verses here in uh, Luke chapter 17 <laughs> 17 verses in Luke 17 okay let's go to verse 20 once <laughs> once having been asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of Elohim would come Yeshua replied, "The kingdom of Elohim does not come. Sorry, does not come from with 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 your careful observation. Sorry, the lights are shining. I can hardly see. Oh, okay, let's have a look. The kingdom of Elohim does not come with your careful observation. Nor will people say, here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of Elohim is within you." And here's Yeshua. He's speaking to the Pharisees. They're saying, where is the kingdom? You know, when's this kingdom going to come? And he's saying, but because the kingdom is within you. He's not saying that they have the kingdom in them because they don't. Because what are they doing? They're telling people, you've just got to be careful to observe our ways, observe our teaching. And, you know, this is the kingdom. Yeshua said, no, that's not the kingdom. You've got to get to the place where the kingdom is within you. What does it mean? You must be born again. Hallelujah. You must be born of the Spirit. You can't live this through your deeds, through your systems, and, and through your structures of, of religion. No, we are done with religion in Yeshua's name. We proclaim we are not walking in religion. We are walking in faith in Messiah. We will see the victory in Messiah in Yeshua's name. Verse 22, then he said to his disciples, the time is coming when you will no longer see um, see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. Men will tell you, there he is, or here he is. Do not go running after them. For the Son of Man in his day will be like the lightning which flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. And what's so powerful in this portion of Scripture, here is Yeshua talking about the kingdom of Elohim being within. He's talking about, you know, the importance of being born again of the Spirit. We're also recognizing that the kingdom of Yehovah is present. Yeshua is saying in his day, right where he was walking the earth, he says, the kingdom is here. 
Why? Because the signs and wonders are taking place. You know, the testimony of the kingdom dwelt within Yeshua. And I just want to proclaim that the testimony of the kingdom dwells within us. I know I might be shouting tonight. I better check my levels, you know. Not meaning to shout, but I just want to get this point through. And, you know, I just I want to release the word of Yahovah so that it's, it's like a double-edged sword that will bring transformation to our lives. We are the people who will not shrink back. The kingdom of Elohim is present in our lives, in, in our generation. The kingdom of Yahovah is here. Let us be proclaimers. The Father's kingdom is here. The kingdom of Yeshua is here. Come, come, all you who are heavy laden, all you who are uh, in, in bondage and broken hearted, receive the healing, receive sight in Yeshua's name. You might be thinking, well, I don't know why you're saying that over me. My eyesight is perfect. I'm speaking about spiritual sight. May your spiritual eyes be open so we can move into another dimension. We talked about coming up to a higher place uh, on higher ground on uh, Friday night. And, and here we are. We're talking about living out of the kingdom. We've got to be in that higher ground so that we can see the perspective of what the Father sees. So that we don't get caught up with, uh, you know, the media of this world. We don't get caught up with, uh, you know, two things. Extremism of um, of Christianity and also that we don't get caught up with the ways of this world. So we're not living in the flesh, but we're living by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Do we recognize the kingdom? Can we look at our lives? Can we look at our ministries? Can we look at what's happening and say, Hallelujah, I see the kingdom of Yehovah. As I look at the testimonies of what the Father is doing in Bulldozer Faith and in our ministry and Crossing Point and God of Life Ministries, what do I see? I see the manifestation of the kingdom of Yahovah. I see the transforming power of a mighty God that's doing exploits in this generation. But there's something stirring within my spirit at this time as we look at the next phase of what the Father is going to do in this coming biblical year here in the land of Israel. What you know? What's happening in my spirit? What's the Father saying? He's saying it is time for us to move into a new dimension. It is time for us to build in the land. We're not just called to be present in the land, but we are called to possess the land. And when we talk about being present in the land and possessing the land, guess what? We have to have the overcoming spirit. We have to deal with the principalities. We have to deal with the assignments against the work of Messiah here in the land of Israel and also in the nations. Hallelujah. We break down the strongholds of the enemy. We say you will have no authority over our lives. We stand in the victory in Messiah. So anyway, what we are seeing is we're seeing in verse 25 here. But first he must suffer. Who? The son of man, Yeshua. He must suffer things and be rejected by this generation. 
He took on all of our pain. He took on all of our suffering. He took on all of our sicknesses so that he could bring us to a breakthrough of release so that the spirit of Yehovah may dwell within us. Hallelujah. That the Holy Spirit will be within us. That we will have authority by the Spirit to overcome. Thank you, Father. So how many people are afraid of suffering? How many people are afraid of rejection? And instead of going to counseling in the place of rejection, in the place of suffering, we've got to start singing the hallelujah chorus. We've got to start recognizing that we are here to bring the kingdom. And there is a cost to stand for truth. How many people do we know who have died because of the truth which is within their lives? And many people think that when they're killing people in that place because of the revelation, because of the truth they proclaim, you know, people think that when they die or they're martyred for their faith, that's the time when they died. That's not the time when they died. They died way before that day. They died when they received the message. Hallelujah. When they presented their bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing before Yehovah, as a spiritual act of worship, we lay our lives down on the altar before the Father. And we learn the dying process way before anything could happen to you in the physical realm. It's already happened in the spiritual realm. How powerful is the word of Yehovah within your life and within my life? Are we willing to die? For the gospel of the kingdom? Oh, we're seeing some very strange things going on here today. Uh, you know, in the world we're living in today. They're creating different types of passports that if you don't have the vaccination for um, uh, for corona, then you're not going to be able to travel. You won't be able to do things. You won't be able to enter into certain uh, buildings or uh, theaters or cinemas or, you know, before you know it, it's going to be uh, uh, shopping malls and, and and just general stores. And, and what are we going to do? Just sit back, oh, well, you know, you know, hey, Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. No, it's not whatever will be, will be. There's a price to be paid to stand on truth. And that's just truth of what's going on within our world system right now. And some people are more passionate about those elements than they are about bringing the kingdom. What we need to see is the demonstration power of a mighty God, not the demonstration of anti-vaccination. We need the demonstration of the power of a mighty God. So people, you know, even Messiah knew he must first suffer many things and be rejected. But I love what it says here. It says, but first he must suffer. First. It's not the end. This is not the end. It's not, you know, I'm not speaking a message of depression. Hello, you need to die. You need to die. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You need to die. You need to first, first, you need to die. You need to die to self if you truly want to reign in Messiah. And Father, may the the, the, the Holy Spirit blow over us right now in such a powerful way and deal with that dross, deal with that stuff that's stopping us entering in you know this is the season for signs and wonders and miracles this is the season of exploits of a mighty god i am not going to sit back and allow the enemy 
to uh, have us so lost in dealing with just trying to stand when you've done all to stand. We're warring in the spirit. We're pressing in. We're proclaiming the word. And, and the pressure and the, and the things of the enemy are still there. But I know, Father, you are able. Why? Because I see a bigger picture. I'm standing on higher ground. I'm not standing in the flesh. I'm standing in the spirit with a viewpoint of the kingdom mindset and understanding of what's taking place in this day. I encourage you. Rise up, O body of Messiah. Rise up. Do not shrink back. You know, we've had such a disservice within so many churches on how we deal with uh, counseling. Instead of bringing the authority of the Spirit and supernatural deliverance, we want to put people into, you know, 12-week, three-year, 20-year. How can I get you back to Noah because of the problems in your life? Counseling, counseling, you know, just sit on the couch, just talk to me, you know, we'll we'll get you through it. No, this is not what we need. This is not what we see within the scripture. Yes, we need to be supportive to those who are broken. Yes, we need to minister to the brokenhearted and have compassion. Yes, I'm all for this. But I'm speaking to a people that want to move into the maturity of the Spirit and be effective in leadership, be effective in in bringing change to this generation. You've got to deny yourself. Take up your execution stake and follow Him. Deny yourself. Deny yourself. Well, if you're denying yourself, why are we stroking, counseling the old man? You know, I've got a problem with with some of this. And, you know, maybe that's why I probably wouldn't make a good pastor. But, you know, I just want to say what's important is that we understand that we no longer live. It's Messiah living in us. And I don't know about you, but are you passionate about moving forward? Are you passionate about bringing transformation? Are you passionate about, uh, you know, this generation seeing the victory of Messiah? In the darkest night, In the darkest night. Just picture the darkest night. We just saw that uh, lightning shooting across the heavens that we saw in Luke chapter 17. I've already moved from my page. But in the darkest light, his light will shine through. Hallelujah. And in the place of darkness, it's even easier to see the the dimensions, the, the dynamics of the light. We can see the detail because of the darkness. Hallelujah. And we ask for the light of Yehovah to pierce this present darkness and bring supernatural transformation. There's different levels of deliverance that we walk in. And let it be in accordance with your faith. How do you want to be delivered? How do you want to deal with your current situation, your current trouble? That choice is up to you. What do, do you really want to be free? Some of us come to the place for deliverance and we're sort of edging our way into the counseling session for deliverance. But we don't really want to be totally delivered. We don't really want to give up smoking in its fullness. We just want to reduce our smoking from 20 to 10, from 10 to 7, from 7 to 5, from 5 to 
four to three to two to one. And in 10 years, maybe we have a vision to be free from cigarettes being controlled by nicotine in a plant. Hallelujah. (laughs) No, we have got to be overcomers. We're not called to be controlled by a plant. What am I saying? I'm saying, do we have the full picture? Do we understand what it truly means to live out the kingdom? Or are we going to let our testimonies be reduced because of the perspective and the place in which we live out? So where are we living out from? Are we living out from the kingdom? Are we living out from this world's system? Oh, but brother, you know, I'm just looking at my life through brother and sister so-and-so. And, and, you know, in comparison to where they are, mm, I, I feel my life is okay. Well, listen, fan into flame the gifts the Father's given you. Don't settle back. Come on, move forward in Yeshua's name. Isaiah chapter 44. Hallelujah. We want to bring change. We're not going to accept what we see in this realm. Hallelujah. We proclaim the victory of Messiah. Isaiah 54 verse 1. Sing, O barren woman. Oh, wait a second. (laughs) No, no, no. No, the song is meant to be from the woman who is with child. No, no, no. This is what the word says. Sing, O barren woman. Why? You who never bore a child, burst into song, shout for joy. You who were never in labor, because, hallelujah, more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says Yehovah. What's the perspective? Are you downcast? Well, you know... (laughs) I didn't get all the things I wanted to get in this life from God. You know, I didn't I didn't get all the blessings that I thought. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When you have a kingdom perspective, you will take that which is barren and you will you will produce greater fruit than anything you could produce in the natural. So how many children could you have? You might have one, two, three, five, twelve. You know? But in the spirit, how many children can you have? Are we willing to invest in the lives of others? Are we willing to stand in the place of barrenness? Listen, let me tell you something. I have seen so many incredible transforming moves of the spirit. And every time I see a move forward, I always see it from a place of brokenness or barrenness. So the ministry might go through waves like this and we might be taken to a place where it looks like there is no hope. How do you go forward? Well, that's the viewpoint in the natural. But what's the viewpoint in the spirit? He is just reducing us down in preparation for the miracle to shine even greater. Hallelujah. As I'm warning in the spirit here in the studio tonight, as I'm praying, I'm already seeing up ahead, Father, five months, and we are going to move into a new facility. In five months, we this coming summer, we're going to see a change of the landscape of what God of Life Ministries, Bulldozer Faith, Crossing Point looks like. It's going to be different in five months. What's it going to take? A pressing in, a declaring, more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband. What does it say here in verse 2? Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. 
oh, I love this scripture. As we see that Bedouin tent, you know, the more the Father is doing, the more that we are ministering to, the more that we are reaching out to. You've got to stretch forth those tent curtains. We've got to add more rooms. We've got to add more dimensions to what the ministry represents and what we do. Do not hold back. Lengthen those cords. Let me tell you something. The growth of the Spirit will establish the way forward in a greater measure. Those uh, cords will be lengthened. They will strengthen the stakes, for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Hallelujah. What do I love about this, what we're saying right now? What I love about this is that we are called to bring the kingdom (laughs) to the nations. It's not just about your physical little tent, you know, you and your small kingdom, (laughs) you know. And me and mine, you and your small corner, sorry, not kingdom. We're not called just to be in our little corner. We're not called just to look after the interests of our family. We're called to say, how do we expand who we are? How do we become bigger than anything that we are to make a difference in this generation? For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Father, I pray for such an outpouring of the Spirit right here in the land of Israel. I pray, Father, that you use our ministry, that you use our lives to make a difference in the land of Israel. I pray for a harvest in this land that will be in the hundreds of thousands. I pray that, Father, you will give us influence to minister to so many, that many people will come to faith in Messiah because of your word, because of your light that shines through what we do here in the land of Israel. Hallelujah. That's what I'm standing on. That's what I'm standing When I'm dealing with the principalities over this region, he doesn't so mind about the impact we have in the nations. He just doesn't want us to mess with the territory in the land. Well, let me tell you something. We never came to this land to shrink back. We came here to proclaim and to stand on the promises of the kingdom. We came here to seek, Father, what are you doing and how do we become a part of it? And he brought us back into a Hebraic lifestyle. He reestablished his um, instructions to us uh, by restoring so many things that had been stolen from us. Our fathers told us lies. They didn't intentionally tell us lies because their fathers told them lies. There's, there's so much that the generations, uh, you know, have passed on that's brought us away from the light, brought us away from the truth. But as we walked the land, as we prayed in the land, as we humbled ourselves in the land, we didn't come here to do our thing. We came here to establish or to identify what the Father is doing and to be a part of his work. So that's who we are in the land. We're just a part of the work of Yehovah, but to bring the kingdom. And our job is to live out the kingdom. And I want to tell you, your job too is to live out the kingdom. Live out the kingdom. Sing, O barren woman, 
You who never bore a child. Oh, you don't know the lack. You don't know what's missing in my life. You don't know the things that I wanted to have. Okay, what are you going to do? Are you going to settle there? Are you going to get counsel there? Or are you going to move forward into higher grounds? Father, we stand upon your promises. Your promises are yes and amen. Forgive us for being so self-focused. Forgive us for thinking that it's all about us just being made whole, made right. But Father, will you take us from where we are and use us to make a difference? And in the process, Father, we know We have the guaranteed seal of the Spirit. We know that as we go, healing will come. As we go, deliverance will come. As we go, the victory in Messiah will come. So that's what we do. We stand upon the promises of Yehovah. All his promises are yes and amen. We shout the victory in Messiah. We proclaim, yes, we will enlarge the place of our tents. We will stretch those tent curtains wide. We will not hold back. This is the declaration we are making. Salvation comes through Messiah, through Yeshua, and we release Yeshua into this generation through our lives. May our lives be a a reflection of the glory of a mighty God. Fill us up and send us out. Equip us. Don't be afraid. You will not suffer shame. Why? Why would you think you were going to suffer shame? What, you're going to step out and say something? You're going to step out and do something that's outside of your realm? Listen, if the Ruach HaKodesh is speaking to you, you proclaim it. I'm proclaiming the word of what he has spoken over our ministry, over our lives. And that's what I'm waging war with. And I know many of you, you know, many of you who partner with our ministry, you also are interceding, you're praying, you're pressing forward. You know that we're about to witness incredible things here in the land of Israel. I believe when the witness of uh, Messiah in Israel is, is, is increased on an ongoing basis, it will bring transformation in the nations. It will bring greater transformation to the nations as Messiah is revealed here in the land of Israel. Kings will come to inquire of Yehovah because of what's going to happen here in the land. And every one of us gets to be a part. Every one of us gets to pray. Every one of us gets to stand and press in in the presence of Yehovah. So let me tell you something. The Father has children for you. The Father has... uh, Lives that he wants you to pour into so that we can pass the baton so that many will take the gospel of the kingdom to this generation. All right. So listen, we're just we're just warming up, by the way. We're just warming up. Live out the kingdom. Come on. Make the day. Say, Father, as for me, I choose to live out the kingdom. Uh, let me live out the kingdom today. Give me opportunity to be your hands, to be your feet. I choose to live out your kingdom. Oh, man, I tell you. Yeah. 
That's why we have hours and hours in prayer. That's why we press in in the mornings. That's why we press in in the nights. That's why we press in in the midnight hour. That's why we stay up into the wee small hours of the night. For what purpose, Father? In this place, we press in. We say to these principalities, be broken. We say to these lawsuits that are over us, be broken in Yeshua's name. That the Father will come against those who come against us. That's what it says in his word. He says, don't you worry. Uh, you know, when when people speak against you, don't you worry when the, when the enemy comes against you. Verse 17 of Isaiah 54. No weapon forged against you will prevail and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of Yehovah. And this is their vindication from me, declares Yehovah. We stand upon the promises of Yehovah. We stand. We will not shrink back. This is the day for us to rise up. Listen, if you've got to move, if you've got to, you know, shake up your life a little, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. You know, I'm already getting ready. Five months. Five months. This ministry is moving into new property. We're moving into new places to expand, to do the things that we have to do. We thank the Father for this property and what he has been doing here. But I'm telling you, I see by the Spirit that we are moving into a new location, into a new place. We've got five months. Five months. Five months to pray. Five months to declare. Five months to get ready. Five months to be on that higher ground and say, Father, I'm looking out at what you're going to do here in the land of Israel. You know, there's uh, uh, news that's coming out from Israel and they're saying that we are not going to see tourism restored in the land till 2024 because our prime minister is waiting for the whole world to be vaccinated. Ha! Interesting. But you know, when the number one trade in this land is tourism... What's that going to do to the economy? What's that going to do to the hotel industry, to um, to all the industries connected with tourism? What's that going to do for people coming to, to pray in the land? There's changes coming. So we have got to make changes within how we function as a ministry because of what's taking place in the world. And I want you to mark this day and I want you to stand with us and I want you to get into a place where you say, you know what, we're going to stand because we know that we have to be those that are liquids, that we, we can move and maneuver as, as the changing world happens. What are we going to do? Do we want to be the same? You know, what changes are going to take place? I already see that the Father is going to do far greater things in media. He's going to provide us with a great team. Thank you, Father. We're going to have a, a paid-for team that will write, that will uh, develop, discipleship train, equip, lead, minister, evangelize, train and outreach. Hallelujah. There's so much coming. There's so much coming. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your curtain, tent curtains wide. I'm not talking in the 
in the flesh. I'm talking in the spirit. But guess what's happening? These things will manifest in the flesh. So even in the midst of the battle, even in the midst of the lack, and Father, how do we even get through this week? Hallelujah. We're saying, no, it's time to grow. It's time to grow. It's time to see the victory of Messiah. Thank you, Father. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word tonight. And, uh, you know, just encourage you, you know, if this message is a blessing to you, give it the thumbs up. Uh, If you're on YouTube, hit those thumbs up over there as well. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel and hit the notification button so that you get notifications every time we go live. I want to encourage you to give to the ministry. Give into this. Maybe even today you sow a seed. You know what? I'm going to sow first fruits, uh, a seed into uh, this move of the ministry that, Father, you will grow, build those of faith in the land of Israel, that you will establish this ministry in a greater capacity in this land. Because not it's not just what happens here, it's how it affects us in our ability to reach and bring transformation in the nation. If you want to give to the ministry, I've just put a slide up there. It's buildthoseoffaith.com forward slash give. If you are listening on podcasts, we welcome you. If you're listening later, it's not live, we welcome you. Thanks for joining with us. And for everyone who is tuning in right now, and, you know, I just, just take a moment. Many people have good intentions and they think, you know what? Yep, oh yeah, that's great. I want to give to that. Then guess what happens? The moment leaves and then they forget all about it. They forget. And you know, this is our seed. This is this is this is our inheritance. When we plant seed in the kingdom, it makes a huge difference within our lives. It brings blessing. It is more blessed to give than it is to receive. And, you know, we are a, a non-profit. We are a ministry. I'm not asking you. You're not giving to Kenny Russell. You are giving to the ministry, to the work of the ministry. I, too, am a giver to the work of the ministry. So just take a moment right now and find a way to give. You can give uh, by bank transfer. You can give by mail. You can give by credit card or debit cards on Visa, MasterCard, go to buildthoseoffaith.com forward slash give, select your country. If your country is not there and you want to uh, have a local way to give, please email me, kenny at buildthoseoffaith.com. You'll see my email in the header as well. And we appreciate every single one of you, every person who stands with the ministry. Thank you. We have a great team of, of people, of partners who don't just pray, but they also give, and they give generously, some very sacrificially into the work. But what would happen if more people will stand with us, if more people will get behind the ministry? The Lord will become lighter on everyone. But hear the word of Yehovah. It is time to grow. It is time to sow. And these are keys to the kingdom. You want to see the kingdom come? but you're not willing to sow. Are we sowing the word within our hearts? Is the kingdom within in such a way that, you know, Messiah is able to reach out to this generation through the Ruach HaKodesh? So there's many ways in which we sow. But let me tell you something. What we do with our earnings, what we do with our income is so important 
because it determines what we believe, what we really believe in. Do we believe in taking the gospel of the kingdom to this generation? If that's true, then let's apply and plant a seed. And I want to encourage you right now. And, you know, I just really believe this is by the Spirit of Yahweh. It's not manipulation or anything like that. But I really believe that the Father is saying, plant a seed right now. doesn't matter how small. It might be $1, $10. It might be $1,000. You know what seed the Father is causing you to plant. But say, yes, I agree. We are pressing forward to see victory in Messiah that the kingdom of Yehovah will manifest here in the land of Israel. And we believe that we can be a part, that we can partner together to make a difference here in the land. So take that moment, plant that seed, no matter how small or how big, say, yes, I'm going to stand to see his kingdom come in the land of Israel. Hallelujah. I'm not going to labor on this. I just want to tell you I appreciate um, you know, the word of Yehovah that he is speaking into our lives, into our heart. I'm transformed through the words that he is bringing to us. It is bringing change to my life, and I hope it's bringing change to your life. Hallelujah. Listen, we will not be live tomorrow night. Uh, we might. Uh, I might go live earlier, or maybe I'll do a pre-record, or we might skip a night and just go to... Uh, Wednesday evening because I'm not going to be here in the evening tomorrow. So anyway, like like I said, what are we doing? We're living life by the Spirit. I don't know. Maybe I'll go live on the cell phone tomorrow as I'm traveling. Hallelujah. This lockdown is lifted here in Israel. <laughs> I We can travel now. We don't have blockades on the road. You know, we can... <laughs> get out there and and maybe we'll get down to the Jordan River and Jericho down that area and start making some declaration, you know, from the Dead Sea area as well. Hallelujah. So, yeah, maybe we'll get out. Maybe tomorrow will just be like a a cell phone uh, go live as we just look on living out the kingdom. Hallelujah. I don't know what's going to happen, but one thing I do know, we are called to be yielded and submissive to Yehovah. So we say, Father, lead us, guide us, direct us by the Spirit. Hallelujah. We rejoice. We're so excited about what is before us. May we do exploits for the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And all the people said, Amen. Hallelujah. Thanks for joining with me. Look forward to seeing you either tomorrow or on Wednesday night. Until then, Shalom, Shalom.